story behind the song now and we're delighted to be joined by uh, the producer of uh, Maraid Ronan at lunchtime, uh, Pamela Blake. How are you doing, Pamela? Good morning, Mario. How are you? How are you? Congratulations. You got silver the other night in the in the IMRO Radio Jeez. Awards. <laughs> we did. I'm really delighted. It was a very different night this year, but you know what? After six months of not going out, it was something. That's a great result. You've only been on for a year, so to get a silver is a wonderful yeah. result. Fair play to you. Ah, yeah, we're delighted. We're delighted. It'll get us to Christmas now. Pamela, <laughs> I know that like music means so much to you. You are a passionate muso. Um, singer, um, musician, producer, but music means so much to you. What song have you chosen today for the story behind the song, Pamela? Uh, the song I have chosen is actually the first song that I ever sang publicly at my first open mic when I was 16 years old. I was earnestly cradling my, my purple guitar on a small stage somewhere in County Meath and I thought I was the bee's knees and this song just summed up exactly how I felt about uh, being a teenage girl at the time and not being taken seriously and everything was just so angst-ridden and it's from one of the biggest selling albums of all time an album that turns 25 this year the album is Jagged Little Pill by Alanis Morissette and the song is Right Through You Okay, I know nothing about this song so tell me about it Really? Oh, it's so good. Well, Jagged Little Pill, obviously, biggest selling. It's 33 million albums it has sold in the last uh, 25 years. It was released in 1995. It won four Grammys, including Album of the Year. And actually, Alanis should have been playing the Three Arena last Thursday night. And that was going to be the like the ultimate girls night out i have my tickets uh, so now i'm gonna have to wait another year uh should be back next year but rolling stone um has just updated its list of the 500 greatest albums of all time and um, the original list was made in 2003 mm. and jagged little pill was somewhere like number 350 but they've re-ranked it at ironically 69 wow <laughs> so, if you know the song right through that i'm going to be chatting about now it has the famous lyric uh in it uh, you took me out to wind down 69 me uh one of the greatest lines of all time in a song in my opinion but at the time when this album came out i was only 13 so i was starting secondary school uh the album was made for teenage girls ridden with angst hormones i think i wore out my cd during all of my years in in secondary school but it did blaze a path for the like of Fiona Apple and Jewel and Sarah McLaughlin and all those other um, female artists and singer-songwriters that came out during the 90s. But Alanis was only 19 when she recorded this this album. But I think a lot of people thought, you know, she just came out of nowhere. But it was her third album and pre-Jagged Little Pill, long before she confused us with her definition of ironic, she was a Nickelodeon child star in her home country of Canada. Mm. And she had released two pop albums, uh, the second of which was a complete flop. So after that, she went to her label. She said, I'm insisting on writing my own songs because up to that point, you know, being a child star, she wasn't taken seriously. She wasn't right, allowed to write her own lyrics. So instead of letting her do that, her label dropped her. Um, and they were like, no, okay, bye-bye. We're not letting you do what you want to do. So she moved from Canada to LA and that is where she met Glenn Ballard. Now, Glenn was a staff writer and producer for MCA Records and like pretty impressive CV. He had worked on Michael Jackson's Thriller, uh, Bad and his Dangerous albums. And he co-wrote Hold On by Wilson Phillips, which is one of the best songs of all time from the 90s. Um, so MCA were like, listen, this Canadian girl, she's in LA now, would you just meet up with her and just write write one song together? But the pair got on like a house on fire and they just demoed songs in his living room. He'd throw lyrics at her and they threw a few songs together. Then one day they were having lunch and chatting away and Alana said, wouldn't it be ironic 
if a guy won the lottery and died the next day. And that's how they started writing what would become her biggest hit to date. And they had it written and demoed in a single day. Um, But after that, she knew she could write good lyrics. So Glenn let her take over. She wrote the tracks, You Ought to Know, Hand in My Pocket and Perfect, uh, which were all brilliant hits. But this gets me on to uh, Right Through You. So they sent the demos to multiple record labels, all of whom said that they didn't want to sign her. So, like, they're all like, yeah, yeah, these are really amazing songs, but no, no, I'm not signing her. But on one occasion, um, the songs were sent to a friend of Glenn's in Atlantic Records, Steve Greenberg. Now, Steve said, this is the best tape submission I have ever gotten in my entire life. I want her. I want her. So this was like, wow, amazing. Mm. So he flew Alanis from LA to New York. She met with all the execs at Atlantic Records. And remember, she's only 19 at the time, so she's just probably thinking, oh, brilliant, this is great. And do you know what they said to her? Mm. We don't want you. We don't want to sign you. Um, And this guy, Steve, was so disgusted that he quit his job in Atlanta Records and said, if I can't sign this artist, then what the hell am I doing? Mm. Uh, So (laughs) Alanis back to LA, peed off, but still not deterred by all the rejections. She wrote right through you right after that. And it's it's the ultimate stick it to the man song. Uh, It's all about all of those record label executives who wouldn't take her seriously and I think that's why it, it spoke to me when I was a 16 year old uh, teenager going you know nobody take me seriously yeah. you know I, I'm a grown up for God's sake <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know the, the, the lines you know you took me for a joke you took me for a child uh, you took a long hard look at my ass and then played golf for a while again so, I thought it was about Phil Hogan sorry <laughs> <laughs> Phil Hogan keeps popping up on this show yeah, it addresses oh, it, it addresses what you call what they called what she called creeps who were once in charge of her career. That's it, exactly. And I was, you know, really impressed that she kind of kept the foot down and and she she stuck her ground. And uh, like I said earlier, the song is one of the best lines ever written. You took me out to wine dine sixty nine me, but didn't hear a damn word I said. Brilliant. Um, <laughs> I think you know so many labels just saw her as a washed up kids TV star, or she didn't Fantastic. fit into that mold. Brilliant stuff, Pamela. Okay, listen, we've run out of time, so just introduce this fantastic song. Oh, God, okay, I will. Turn it up to 11, sing it loud, into the mirror with your hairbrush. This is Right Through You by Alanis Marset on Today FM. Wait a minute, man. You mispronounced my name. You didn't wait for all the information before you turned me away. Wait a minute, sir You kinda hurt my feelings You see me as a sweet bad blood and puppet And you've got a meal ticket Head. Could be on the wall. 